0: This is Bet, Bet MGM, MGM Tonight. Uh, Join us for live sweat. Oh! Yes! Let's go, Kansas 80, State. That was a big balls three. You you might three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him.
1: Goody Kent sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You
0: know what you shouldn't have done. Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now live from Washington D.C. It's Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashu. 21-7, Western Michigan You know I can't even say it with Like if you care, you care. But if you don't, hell you yeah, you care. There's, I know you care. But nobody. Western else, Michigan here, game minus three. There's not two point favorites. Yeah, we got Auburn's um, about to be on uh, right now. Yeah, we can switch that. Oh, hold on play pickleball no, here. I I think we need to keep things going here. We got Luca on the stands. There's a lot of people, by the way. Where is this? I don't. I'm pretty sure it's somewhere in Dallas. I only know that because Dirk Nowitzki's there, Luka's there, Jason Kidd's there, and the Dallas Stars. They're not cheerleaders. I'm not sure what they are. Dance team? Something? Uh, Dallas Stars. Uh, ladies uh-huh. uh, are there in the stands. And I know that because they had the Dallas Stars logo. I have no idea about what this is, where it is, anything, Trista. I know this pickleball on TV looks atrocious.
1: Yeah, it does. Like, I'm like, this is obviously not a real sport. Really
0: awkward. And it's just like, it doesn't even look, like you watch tennis, you know, like elite athletes, like physical yes. specimens. And they're just, they're going at it. This is just kind of like, Dook. And you're like, you're not you're not even moving. Like, this is...
1: They literally don't have to move from their spot the <laughs> no, entire time. I'm like, don't. this is like a tiny little tennis court. Are you missing a remote? Dylan, I apologize, but Yeah, do something though. Oh,
0: yeah. What do you... Do? What?
1: He's got to oh, change these TVs. I forgot one this one, TVs. like, don't work
0: or something. Oh, right in the middle. I re... I re- I Sometimes
1: I miss being I connected all the, the,
0: the remotes again. They should be working. What I are you know. doing over here? Uh, Trying to get Auburn up. Well, here. that's that's TV number two. As we uh, peel back the oh, curtain yeah, this here. Is, this is not even the right thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, at least missing a controller. At yeah. le- remote. No, no we're not. It's right. It. I don't know. I don't have it. I don't know. We'll figure well, it well, out. Well, there's three. There's fourteen. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. So there's no more of that. That but, would be TV two that you're is, trying to change. Tupac once yeah, said, I that's guess that's fine. It does. Uh, you can do your power rankings, or you can just mess with oh. the. Uh, the, the TVs, right if you want. What would you prefer right now? Do you want to have a minute? Where is the other remote? Yeah, let's give me. One Why second. are we on a search for the remote? In a world where people that need mm-hmm. to watch games don't have enough remotes to watch those games for the TVs, right, I present just... to you BetMGM tonight. Let's we'll get into that's the power we isn't rankings. Isn't that
1: four, one, two, three, four? Isn't that one to your left, Ryan? I maybe don't.
0: Uh, yep. All the remotes are by him, Trista. Yep. He just missed the one there that was right next to him. Yeah, there, there it is. You go. There you go. Auburn. No, there it is. Uh, Auburn versus Baylor, right all there. All right. right, all right. There. I had it going. All right. Uh, power rankings, always a fun thing. Good to job, do buddy. These good, job, good job. Dude. You got everything on. Uh, you found the remote. You're good. Well, the problem is, I mean, like, don't make it sound like like I'm a big dummy. Like, you hit one thing, and then every TV, yes, but. pops up. Because yes, but whoever
1: wired this put everything right on top of each well, other. Well, yeah, that was. You know, and they were all somebody, the same brands. I could of pull TVs. this guy off the street and he'll be able to tell you that you, you move him well, anyway, if i could if i could make a list I of the things we need uh, to change we start you know? with yeah. on the power rankings guys the philadelphia eagles wow. who not only won against the dallas cowboys who i think are for real like i thought that that was a really good game i think that's one of the better games that we've had this season in the nfl it actually lived up to the hype uh which san francisco dallas did not i thought dallas performed much better i just it's kind of like the same stuff for dallas though like Dak balled out. Yeah, he stepped out on the two-point conversion. But I just don't trust Mike McCarthy. I do trust that defense, though. And the Eagles took it to him. They were able to run the ball. And right now, A.J. Brown's just on another level. He's the best wide receiver in the league right now. Jalen Hurts is playing injured and still playing pretty good football. He All is. the young pieces look pretty good on the defensive side of the ball. All the vets look pretty good. And um, the only issue that I have is slot corner. A little bit of an issue for the Philadelphia Eagles. But no team's perfect we saw in the CD NFC go right crazy. now. Yeah, the Gardner Johnson lost. That's the one thing that they haven't the one guy they haven't really been able to replace yeah. yet. But I still think they'll be fine, man. The Eagles in my opinion right now the best team in the NFC. They got past that little Super Bowl slump, and even when they were going through their little Super Bowl slump, they were still beating teams. You know what I mean? They were still taking away the football. They kicked off their season week 1 with a dominant win over the Patriots, and they really haven't looked back. So I'll go Philadelphia number 1. Number 2, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs just because they're the Chiefs. Just yes. because it's Patrick Mahomes. And eventually that offense is gonna start to click. I just know that it's going to. Travis Kelsey's still a beast. The offensive line's really good still. And then on the defensive side of the ball, Spags is a defensive genius. I think he's really underrated. Chris Jones is good. I like Sneed. He's a physical corner. You saw what he did against Tyreek Hill. And that was a game where the public not only the public, like a lot of people like Miami. It was a big spot for Miami and Kansas City. They just proved they're still the class of the AFC. And they're not doing it with style points right now. So Chiefs number two. Ravens number three. Ravens just need to stay healthy for a couple more weeks, and they have to be your number one team on these power rankings because they're really good on both sides. They got healthy in the secondary. They're getting a really good pass rush right now. Roquan Smith was worth the money, worth the trade, and it really helped out the development of uh, Patrick Queen. Not only as a pass rusher, but he's been a little bit better as a tackler. He's been a little bit better in coverage when he's been on the field. I really like the Ravens. And then you know how I feel about Lamar. Uh, from 7-1 to one down to 4-1 to one right now to win MVP. My favorite bet on the board. 49ers at number 4. Haven't seen them in a while, I feel like. But they just have to stay mm-hmm. healthy, and they're going to be around. They're going to win a playoff game because that's what Kyle Shanahan does. Purdy... He needs his pieces to be healthy. Trent Williams needs to be healthy. Trent Williams is just as important as Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk because the rest of the offensive line, not great. Defensively, my only issue is their secondary, but now you bring in Chase Young. So quarterbacks are gonna have less time in the pocket. You already have Nick Bosa. I know the sack numbers aren't great, but he still leads the league in quarterback hits. So he's still getting in the backfield. I really like San Francisco still. Uh, Cincinnati number five. This is the biggest jump. They're for real again. Burrow's healthy. He's a killer. He has the clutch gene. He has the clutch gene that Josh Allen, I guess, doesn't because we haven't seen it in a couple years from Josh Allen. And defensively for the Bengals, even though they don't have the most talented team, Lou Anarumo is a genius. That's why he's going to be a head coach here in the next two years, if he wants to be, unless he wants to just continue to be the defensive coordinator for this team. But since he has to be in your top five, I feel Cowboys, I got to dip a little bit to number six, just because I need to see them win a big game. You know, I know that they were competitive, but they still lost and they didn't cover the spread. And it's just like always little things. You know what I mean? That cost them, And it's always, I feel like, the same team. Like, they're good. They beat the teams that they should. Yeah, there's always, like, a stinker against a team like Arizona. But they beat the -the middle-of-the-road teams. And then when they have to step up in class and play San Francisco, they choke. Or when they have to play Philadelphia, they lose. So, I I know, like, historically, though, Dak has been pretty good against Philadelphia. um, Yeah, he has. You know what I mean? But, like, this is a different Philadelphia team. This Mm -hmm. is the team that just played in the Super Bowl last year. So... Got to dip a little bit there, so I put him at six. Bills have to drop all the way to seven. Three weeks ago, I think I had him as the number one team. Um, I don't feel good about either side of the ball, really. You know, like two weeks ago, I like what they were doing because Dawson Knox got hurt, and it was more three, four wide receiver sets. They were using Dalton Kincaid, but Dalton Kincaid's been fine. Stephon Diggs is still awesome, but Gabe Davis really has not taken that next leap. You know, it's like Shakir, a bunch of guys that I don't necessarily love. Josh Allen, you never know what you're going to get from him. One week it looks like, oh, he's back. He's an MVP candidate. And then, you know, the next week you're like, oh, he's the modern day version of Brett Favre, where there's some good and then there's some what the hell are you looking at? Take the underneath stuff, check it down, pick up the first down. Why are we chucking the ball deep just because we have the arm strength to do so? Defensively is what I'm really worried about Buffalo. I mean, because to beat Kansas City or beat Cincinnati in the playoffs, you have to pressure the quarterback, and they're not doing so. Von Miller looks like a shell of himself. You lose Matt Milano. You lose Trey White. You replace him with Rasul Douglas, who's good, but he's not Trey, Trey White level. You know, he's not a number one corner in this league. So I'm worried about Buffalo. Um, so I have him at seven. Lions at number eight. Lions are a really good football team. But I kind of feel the same way I feel about the Lions that I feel about the Miami Dolphins and the AFC. You know what I mean? They'll beat the middle-of-the-road teams, but is Detroit good enough? On a neutral, would you favor them? Or even have them in a competitive game against San Francisco or Philadelphia? I don't know about that quite yet. So. to see a little bit more, but love the offense, love Ben Johnson, and the defense. Hutchinson is a G, man. Like, Mm -hmm. what were the Jags thinking? Imagine if Jacksonville, with that defense, had Aiden Hutchinson. You know, I mean, like... And that's why I go Jags number nine, because if they did, I'd have him probably as a top six team right now. (laughs) That defense is really damn good. Trevor Lawrence is really good. Uh, The offensive line, they've invested all that money, all those draft picks. They're protecting Trevor Lawrence. Um, I wish... I like the wide receivers. I wish they had, like, one, like, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, red zone threat. Because Ridley, you know, all their guys, Zay Jones, is he ever going to show up? Um, You know what I mean? Like, Christian Kirk, they're all a little bit smaller. They're all, like, slot receivers, mm-hmm. shifty guys. I wish they had just, like, one big dude. I mean, they have Ingram, but, um, yeah, I like the Jags. And then at number 10, I got to put the Browns there. I would have the Browns a lot higher if I felt good about the offense and if they didn't lose Nick Chubb to start the season. But Amari Cooper's still really good. David Njoku scored a touchdown for me last week. Deshaun is the ultimate wild card. What are you yeah. going to get with Deshaun? And is he going to play? And does he care? But the defense is damn good, man. Like, that's a really good defense. Until they run into Indianapolis. That's a really good defense. One of the best in the league. So, Eagles number one, Chiefs number two, Ravens number three, San Francisco number four, Cincy number five, Cowboys number six, Bills number seven, Lions number eight, Jags nine, Browns ten. I feel like this is the most I've ever, like, switched up my power rankings yeah. in yeah. the middle of the season. Because you just... This year's been crazy, man. There's so much parity. I think you could make the case for, like, five or six teams to win, maybe even more, to win the Super Bowl this year.
0: And this whole thing could change a lot as the weeks go on, too, right? Like, I think we've all kind of gotten to the point now where you kind of have your top two or three teams that everybody generally agrees on to a point, maybe off by, like, a spot or two. But as the rest of the top ten goes, let alone the rest of the even teams that are maybe in the hunt for the playoffs, it's just it's all over the place right now. And we get down to, you know, week 15, week 16, and – We're going to be looking at some teams like the Steelers. Are they still in? And you know, do the Raiders suddenly make a run and get themselves in playoff contention? Or you know, I mean, it's it's a weird year. Without question, Uh, the 49ers are back in it for me. I put them at number 10. Um, the reason why I had them out last week was because they lost three straight and they're injured. Like this is like, there's a certain point we have to look at a team and say like, for me, the power rankings, a lot about trending where that team is at that moment. I think the 49ers on paper, if they can get healthy, they're top two to three team in the NFL. I mean, they're, they're that good. But right now we look at them and go, God, you're missing so many key pieces right now, but hopefully the buy help things out. They get more healthy. And then the 49ers in you know a week, they beat the Jags. They're jumping up five or six spots in this lineup for me, if it looks good. So it won't, it won't take very much for the 49ers to kind of get back to where, you know, had the I had them before. Bills are in at nine. Uh they're inconsistent like the Cowboys and it bothers me. I I just I look at this Bills team guys and I say, are they like are they regressing? Has the window closed? Are they a team now that's already peaked, that's already maximized what that roster looks like. They're only getting older. We we see a team that still can't run the ball the way we kind of hoped they would. There's a lot of just hoping Josh Allen can kind of pull them out and, and save them in situations. And mm. It looks I, like they hate Sean McDermott. I should yeah. have said that when I was talking about this team. And, it looks and like they Ken hate yeah. yeah, it looks like they need a new coach. In it, and it may get to that point, honestly. Like, you know, there's a certain, I think I mentioned this the other day with you guys. It might have been yesterday. I don't know. But like, where there's a certain coach that can change the culture, but the ceiling is still low on their tenure. Ron Rivera in Washington is that for me? Where, hey, he got them there to the point where it's like, they're respectable, and he teaches them how to be adults. But yeah, you're not winning a Super Bowl if Rodriguez as your head coach. That's what
1: we call the mold remediation, man. They yeah. get all the funk out, but they don't actually <laughs> do any remodeling in there.
0: As yeah. people that have had mold experience, Trista, I totally know what you mean. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, they
1: don't actually fix anything, they just yeah. get the bad stuff out.
0: You get the bad stuff out, and you need someone to come in and make it look pretty. That's <laughs> what we need. So now the Bills maybe need somebody to come in and make it look good. And I don't know who that is. Maybe after all this, it's Ben Johnson. You know what? Maybe Brian Dable. Brian Dable comes all the way back from the Giants. They hire higher... I-, I don't know. I just don't know where that, that team is going to be week after week. And it's it's frustrating, which at 8, I'll put the Cowboys in there as kind of a similar team, right? I mean, listen, Dak looked really good. Full credit to Dak Prescott. Looked really, really good against the Eagles. I mean, they're winning that game if he doesn't step out of bounds late. But in reality, situational football for the Dallas Cowboys has been and continues to be a problem. And sometimes it's late-game execution. Uh, Sometimes it's just handling close game situations whatever it is they just seem to struggle in a lot of these spots and I mean Dallas gained over a hundred more yards than the Eagles in that game yet they still lost I mean, that's a problem, right? You're putting your head down, and right? Like, it's true. Like, Dallas looked good. Dallas deserved, should have won that game. And that's coming from somebody that does not root for the Dallas Cowboys. But I will be honest. They should have won that game. But they didn't. And that's the big problem for me is we've seen this time and time again in the regular season. They can go in, whether they win or look competitive in a lot of big games, they don't give you enough of that sense of confidence to say, All right, Dallas, I know you love them, Ryan. Dallas does not show me that they are a Super Bowl contender. I think they've got talent on that roster to maybe look like one. But on the field, I didn't see it against San Francisco when they were at full strength. And I didn't see it against the Eagles right now. And those are two of the biggest tests for me for a team that has Super Bowl expectations. And I think that's a major problem. But I would also say the same thing about number seven for me, the Miami Dolphins, who do not beat good teams, period. They are frauds. Now, they're great offensively, so you have to put them in the top ten. You have to give the Miami Dolphins credit for the fact that in any game, offensively, they can keep themselves in it because they're as potent as anybody can be. But their defense continues to be a question mark. And I know now Jalen Ramsey's back. You think it's going to be more at full strength? They're probably going to look better. And I think there is a good chance that that's the case. But the defense has been an issue the entire year. And when I watch the Dolphins against the Chiefs, when I watch the Dolphins against the Bills, there's two great examples – uh, they, they S the bed every single time. Mm. How are we supposed to take a team like that seriously? And I think that's one of the most difficult things about that. If they can get the defense on track, and they can be, let's say, top 12 defense overall. Now we're talking. Mm-hmm. In a very crowded AFC. I think now we're looking at the, at the Dolphins and going, okay, I'm a little bit more confident in them. But right now, it's insanely difficult to take them seriously. But you can't rule them out. Because, again, they can keep themselves in games offensively if that's the case. The Lions are in at number six for me but my God, please use Jameer Gibbs. Like, yeah, you have just, to. Just, continue just to don't, don't, don't even do it. Yeah. Right, yeah, even when David Montgomery, who is going to be coming back, you still use Jameer Gibbs. I get it. David Montgomery's probably going to be one of the goal line running. He's probably going to be the goal line back, but Jameer Gibbs can be used in so many different creative ways. Don't do what Arthur Smith is doing in Atlanta where you forget that you have B. John Robinson who you drafted number eight overall. Treat Jameer Gibbs like the weapon and the talent that he is and this Detroit Lions team could go really, really far. All right, top five, coming up. Trista's power rankings as well. It's has been MG.